Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to the Turning Up the Turners podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help people find their identity in Christ and to realize that you can accomplish anything you set out to do and to reach my generation with the good news of Jesus Christ, showing how people can live pure, fearless, and a life full of freedom. Here are your hosts. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode four with Turning Up the Turners We're super excited about what the Lord has been putting on our hearts to share with you. We're going to be going into a series called, Who is Jesus? And today we're going to be talking about Jesus the Healer. Um, We pray that the last couple podcasts that we've done and shared have encouraged you and uh, really blessed you, but we are super excited about this series. And babe, if you just want to get into what... Yeah, so this topic for today, we're doing Jesus the healer. And we just want to encourage you. It is not God's will for you to be sick. Amen. It's not his will for you to walk to, you know, just deal with things and just, you know, wait till you get to heaven where you'll be made whole. No, that's not God's will. His word is clear that healing is for us. Healing is for today. The cross wasn't just so you can get to heaven, but the cross was so that heaven can get to earth so that we can walk in healing, so we can walk in the fullness of God. Isaiah 53, 5 says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. Not we might be healed. Not we maybe could get healed. No, we are healed. When Jesus took those lashes on his back, when he was bruised and bloody and beaten, unrecognizable, that wasn't for nothing. That was so that by his broken body, that our bodies may be whole. Come on. So we just want to encourage you today that healing is for you. Yeah. And the Bible also says, you know, healing is the children's bread. Mm-hmm. You know, as what you were saying was amazing. You know, healing is for today. The yeah. power of the blood of Jesus has not, it has not lost its power. It's yeah. still, there's still power in the cross. As much power as, the, as was in the blood 2,000 years ago, it's still as powerful today. You know, there's still people that are being raised from the dead today. There's still people that are being Mm -hmm. delivered, healed today because there's power in the blood. There's power in the name of Jesus. And you know, we are called to walk in the healing power of God. We are called, you know, the Bible says in Romans 8, 11, that at the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives and dwells in you, it shall quicken your physical body. One translation says it shall make alive your mortal body. Mm. So there is no room for sickness in the body of Christ. There's no room for disease or infirmities. You know, the Bible says that the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come, meaning Jesus, to give you life and life more abundant. There's nothing abundant about living a life of sickness. You know, I see so many people that go, you know, they get a healing in their body and then they three years later, something else comes and they're like, oh, well, I got this disease again. Oh, well, I got this sickness yeah. again. And that's not how it's supposed to be. You know, the Bible says that we're supposed to go from glory to glory, from strength to strength. You know, we're supposed to go from victory to victory. We are not supposed to have down days. We're not supposed to, you know, get a healing here and then get sick down the road. No, mm-hmm. we're supposed to live in constant healing. We're supposed to live in constant wholeness all the days of our life. You know, in our house, we have this thing where, you know, we don't get sick. Mm-hmm. And you say, well, you know, I, I get migraine headaches. I get this. You know, we don't allow that in our house. Yeah. Like, 
Now, I'm not saying the devil won't try to come and put something on us, but we're not going to just sit in bed and be like, well, I got to just accept this. I just got to receive this. Just like I think it was two weeks ago, I had eaten something and it was kicking my it was kicking my butt. And um, I had a decision if I was going to get up the next morning, and go to church or stay in bed. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to practice what I preach because yeah. a lot of people preach something and they don't live it behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, you know, I preach this way. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to church. Mm-hmm. And I did not feel well going to church, yeah. but the Lord started quickening my body as I stepped out in faith. Yeah. You know, something like that happened to me when I was in Kenya, you know, Africa, yeah. I was supposed to go preach at a church and oh my gosh, I started feeling so bad. And Long story short, I had a decision to stay in bed or get up, and I, I made myself get up, and I realized, like, I'm either, I'm either going to get healed as I stand up, yeah. or I'm just going to throw up and pass out on this floor. Mm-hmm. That's how bad I was feeling. And I got up, and I started praying in tongues. I started declaring the word of God over my situation, and I felt the power of God mm-hmm. start quickening my physical body. And I went to that church, and it was, like, one of the most powerful meetings I, like, ever was a part of and ever preached that it was it was incredible but that's what the enemy was trying to keep me back from so you have a decision if you're going to respond with the word of god when the devil throws things at you or if you're just going to receive it and be Mm -hmm. like oh well i guess this is i guess this is my journey i guess this is what i have to walk in yeah and and faith isn't about your feelings you know yeah like the bible says that we are already healed it doesn't matter if we feel like it what, what matters is us getting up and walking out in faith and believing, no, I am healed. Yeah. You know, we got to take an aggressive posture against the enemy, not just give in and be like, well, you know, I'm, this, is, this is my portion. Yeah, that will be your portion if that's what you accept, you know? No, you have to accept only the word of God in your life. If you're accepting anything other than word of, the word of God in your life, then it's, it's not faith at all, yeah. you know? The Bible says in James 6, you know, let him ask in faith without wavering. Without wavering, you know, we gotta we gotta w- walk in faith without wavering. Not letting not letting our minds being, you know, like the Bible says, thrown and tossed by the winds. You know, no, we have to walk out in faith, in confidence, in believing. No, Jesus, you healed me. You know, God's God, He watches over His word to perform it, and it's so important that that we are speaking the word of God, that we're walking it out in faith. And faith always isn't always, you know, well you know, based on our feelings, because sometimes you may not feel it, feel it at all. You may not feel healed Mm -hmm. at all, but it's your job to get up, walk in faith and believe that Jesus is the healer. Yeah. And that, that means even like when the doctor's report comes back and it says that, you know, you may have cancer, you may have this. Are you going to believe the doctor's report? Are you going to believe the report of the Lord? Mm -hmm. Are you going to believe the word of God, what Jesus said about you? You're going to declare this word over your life. I remember when my mom was diagnosed with a brain tumor and they told her that she only had a couple months to live. And she literally, she said, I don't remember exactly what she said. I always get the story messed up, but she pretty much told the doctor, she said, well, we'll see about that because I have a different report. And the doctors were like, "Uh, okay, you're Mm -hmm. you're still going to be dead in a couple months, whatever. And she grabbed a hold of the word of God. And how many, like now it's like almost 30 years later, she's still here on this earth. Brain tumor free. She does have a brain tumor. You have to get this word in you. Yeah. It's not enough to just get up and read the scriptures. Yeah. You got to let the, wor- the word read you. You got to get this. You got to digest this word so that way it starts quickening those things in your body. It's you healing and life to all your flesh is what the word says. Yeah. Amen. You know, the Bible says, you know, in Mark chapter 10, verse 46, it ta- you know, a lot of you may know the story. It's about 
a man named Blind, his name's not Blind Bartimaeus, his name's Bartimaeus, but he was blind, and in the Bible it refers to him as Blind Bartimaeus. But we're going to go from uh, chapter 10, verse 46 down. The Bible says, Then they reached Jericho, and as Jesus and his disciples left town, a large crowd followed him. A blind beggar named Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, was sitting beside the road. When Bartimaeus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. I feel like a lot of, a lot of the problem with our gen- like culture, our generation, especially in America, is they're not desperate enough. They're not desperate enough for their miracle. Mm-hmm. You know, you go overseas and you see people, they don't have a choice of going to a doctor. They're saying, they're coming to a meeting and they're saying, well, I'm either going to get healed or I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. You know, people in America, they're going, oh, well, I, I still got a plan B. I still got chemo. I still get to do drugs, like take these drugs to help me. I get to do this to make me better. It's like, are you going to believe the word of God or are you going to believe a man? Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I'm not saying doctors are from the devil. You know, some are, but you know, believe the word of God, believe the full undulterated word of God or don't believe it at mm-hmm. all. I made up a decision in my mind. Whatever this word says, it's mine. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Healing is for me. Mm-hmm. Prosperity, it's for me. You know, anything that Jesus said, anything that this word says I can have, I'm walking in it all the days of my life because I've made a decision that I'm going to have faith and I'm going to believe what this word says, no matter the circumstances around me, no matter what it looks like around me, no matter what people are saying about me to me, I'm going to stay focused on this word and I know it's going to quicken my body. I know that God's going to provide for me. Whatever it is that you may need him in your life for, you got to believe this word. Yeah. And obviously, you know, this series, we're talking about Jesus, yeah. the healer, and we're going to be talking about other things in the next couple of series, yeah. but you want to say something, babe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to encourage you that, you know, God is no respecters of persons, you know, like he just said, how his mom got healed. I'm sure there's people in your life that you have seen that has, that have gotten healed. And you know what moves God? Faith. Faith is what moves God. Hunger is what moves God. So I want to encourage you. What our generation needs is a demonstration of the power of God. I love that we serve a living God, that he's not, you know, sleeping up in heaven, that he's not just, you know, letting us figure it out. No, he's alive and he's active and he's given us the Holy Spirit that's living inside of us. And like Elliot said, it quickens our mortal body and it is our job and our duty to, you know, get a hold of the word of God, to, to, to believe in faith, to walk it out in faith, to, to see people that are sick, you know, and go lay hands on them. We are God's solution to this dying world to to this to speak faith to you know wherever we go life should follow us why because there's something living on the inside of us there's something alive on the inside of us and it is the power of god you know and god has given us you know the gift to to lay hands on the sick to see people healed you know people in your family you can go speak the word of God, you know, preach the gospel to them and watch as they get healed, lay hands on the sick, watch them recover. You know, that's, it's a part of, you know, God's plan. You know, he wants us to lay hands on the sick and watch them recover. And a lot of people, you know, they have this fear in their mind. Well, what happens if I lay hands on them and they don't get healed? Well, what happens if you lay hands on them and they do get healed? Right. It's, It's, go ahead. Like, why are we, why do we always doubt the word of God? It's either it's true or it's not. It's either he's a liar or everything in that his word is true. And there's so many verses on healing. There's so many, 
You know, Exodus 26, I will take sickness away from your midst and the number of your days I will fulfill. You don't have to live until you're 30. You don't have to accept that doctor's report that, like your mom, she could have just accepted that doctor's report. You know, I only have a few months to live. No, the Bible says, I will take sickness away from your midst. The number of your days I will fulfill. It is your portion to live a long and healthy life. Yeah, and you know, as I as I finish the story real quick, you know, I left off. We definitely went on a little rabbit trail. But verse 48, be quiet. Many of the people yelled at him, but he only shouted louder. Son of David, have mercy on me. See, people will come around your life and try to quiet you tell you to be quiet or, you know, discourage your faith. Well, bro, you gotta, you gotta realize like, yes, Jesus is a healer. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even tell you how many times I've had it yet. Yeah, well, yeah, Jesus does provide, but you also got to You know, you got to get a job. You got to do this, you know, in, in the, in the aspect of healing, you know, well, yeah, man, Jesus is the healer, but you know, you got to look at the doctor's report. You know, you got to take in and you know, acknowledge this and all these different things. And it's nope. like, no, I'm going to stand on the word of God. You got to make a decision. I'm going to just get louder for Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to press in more. Mm-hmm. If this report came back negative, I'm going to br- press in more yeah. to receive my miracle. And that's what, that's what blind Bartimaeus did. In verse 49, it says, when Jesus heard him, he stopped and said, tell him to come here. So they called the blind man. Cheer up, they said. Come on, he's calling you. Isn't it funny? The same people that were just trying to shut him up are now encouraging him, saying, oh, look, Jesus called you. That's another thing. People will be so against you in the ministry. They'll say, well, brother, you know, you, you've got your hopes up too high. You, you know, you got too much faith in this thing. And it's like, and they'll be dogging you, you know, discouraging you and all these things. But the moment they see Jesus' hand is actually on your life and you're actually doing things successful for the kingdom they'll be like oh man we were there all along for you man you're doing so great (laughs) and i just think it's funny how that happens but um when jesus heard him he stopped and said tell him to come here so they called the blind man cheer up they said come on he's calling you bartimaeus threw aside his coat jumped up and came to jesus what do you want me to do for you jesus asked my rabbi the blind man said i want to see and jesus said to him go for your faith has healed you Instantly, the man could see, and he followed Jesus down the road. Now, I ask many people, when did the miracle happen in this? And, you know, I get a lot of different answers sometimes. You, you know, obviously, it's, well, it's when Jesus said, go for your faith has made you whole. Jesus spoke the word and he got healed. That's actually not when it happened. The man got healed when he threw aside his cloak. Because back in those days, they actually had to wear a garment signifying that they had some, that he was blind. So he wore this garment signifying, that signified that he was blind. Mm. So what blind Bartimaeus did before Jesus even healed him, he said, no, when I come in contact with Jesus, I'm receiving my miracle. So he took aside his cloak already and threw it to the side. Mm. So he already knew, hey, I'm co- I might've been blind mm-hmm. before, but when I come in contact Amen. with Jesus, I'm receiving my healing. Yeah. Hey, I might've been struggling with anxiety and depression before, but when I come in contact with Jesus, I'm no longer gonna have anxiety. I'm no longer gonna have depression. I'm no longer gonna be poor. I'm no longer gonna be sick because I know he's my healer. Mm-hmm. So when I touch him, I'm gonna be healed. And the moment he threw aside that cloak mm-hmm. is the moment that miracle happened because yeah. of his faith. Remember, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. It's impossible to please God. What moves God? Faith. Well, 
you know, nothing else. It's faith. Faith is the currency of heaven. Mm -hmm. You know, just like we have money down here to move things around, get things done. Faith is how you move things in heaven. Yeah. Faith is how you open up the floodgates of, of, uh, of heaven over mm -hmm. your life. Yeah. Faith is how you receive your miracle in your body. Amen? Amen. Amen. And healing isn't just for some people. You know, all throughout the Gospels, it always said Jesus healed all who were sick. He didn't just pick and choose. No, he healed all who were sick. And like he said, faith is the currency of heaven. So I want to encourage you. Jesus' word, it's alive. And it's, it's time that we get a hold of the word of God. You know, that we walk it out in faith and truly, truly believe. I want you to question yourself that, that today. Do I truly believe everything this word has said? Is there, is there things in my life that I'm compromising? Am I accepting headaches? Am I accepting, you know, a stomach ache? Or am I taking the word of God and applying it to my life and walking out in faith? You know, he healed then and he, he's healing now. It wasn't just for back in their day. No, it's for today. It's for today that we can move in power. It's for today that we can call in the name of Jesus and walk out our healing yeah. that he already paid for on the cross. You know, he's still the healer as much as he was 2000 years ago. Yeah. He still heals today. He still raises people from the dead today. There is power in the name of Jesus Christ. There's no power in any other name. Because no other God can save you. No other God can heal you. No other God can raise people from the dead. Only Jesus Christ, because he is the one true Amen. living God. He is alive. There is resurrection power in the name of Jesus Christ because he lives. He rose again. He died on a cross and he rose again three days later. And now he's seated at the right hand of the Father and he lives in me. And I hope he lives in you. Yeah. But if he does live in you, then he quickens your body Amen. daily. But you have to activate. You have to activate the word of God in your mm -hmm. life. You know, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 4.20 that the kingdom of God is not only in word, but in demonstration and in power. Yeah. This generation needs the power of God like never before. That's why they go to black magic. That's why they go to uh, voodoo. That's why they get in the voodoo. That's why they go to Ouija boards. That's why they go to all these different things because they, they feel something real in that. They mm -hmm. see the supernatural because there is something real behind that. It's demonic, but it's real. And people don't, people are so done with religion. People are so done with just going to church every Sunday and hearing the same old message, hearing yeah. a dead sermon because if you just have religion, you have nothing to offer. But mm -hmm. if you have that, if you have Jesus in you, you have that resurrection life in you, it's not only for your body, yeah. but you can lay hands on the sick and Amen. see them recover. You can lay hands on the dead and see them raised. You right. can see the power of God demonstrated, manifested every single place mm -hmm. you go. That's like, yeah. we're going to South Africa in five days. I wouldn't be going to South Africa if I was just preaching a dead sermon. Because there's people that actually have full-on devils. There's full-on witches over there that can, you know, if you don't have authority, you don't know who you are, they can run over your life all day long. Yeah. But guess what? Every name that is named, that has been given unto man, has to bow to the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. There is power in the name of Jesus. Yeah. There is so much power in his blood. And he still heals today yeah. and he wants to heal you. You know, people that are listening right now, maybe you have a sickness, maybe you have a disease or an infirmity, something the doctor said you had something, whatever it is, maybe you struggle with migraines all the time. Jesus wants to heal you Amen. today. 
He wants to heal you right now. Mm-hmm. I don't need to lay hands on you. Deidre doesn't need to lay hands on you. Your pastor doesn't yeah. even need to lay hands on you. There's power in the word. You could be in your car right now mm-hmm. and Jesus could come in there and touch you right now and heal your body, quicken you right now in Jesus' name. So, you know, we pray that, you know, we pray that, you know, Jesus would just quicken your body right now. We pray that God would just Amen. fill you with his presence in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We take every plan of the enemy against these people's bodies, against their minds, captive right now in the name of Jesus. And we speak the blood of Jesus. We speak the word of God over their body. We speak the healing power of Jesus Christ from the top of their head to the soles of their feet in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you that you would quicken them right now. Lord, I thank you there's no distance in the realms of the spirit. And Jesus, you are where these people are watching right now. There's no distance for you. You're right where these people are. So Lord, I thank you that you would touch them and heal their physical body right now. Quicken them in the name of Jesus. I thank you for your resurrection life, your resurrection power right now in their body. I thank you that by your stripes, they are healed. They are made whole in the name of Jesus. I thank you for people that couldn't even move certain parts of their body. I thank you that as they try to move it right now, that they would be able to move it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Any person that's had pain in their body in certain areas, that they would test it out right now and all the pain would be gone in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, right now for your healing power. Amen. Hallelujah. You got anything? No. Anything to say? Well, guys, anybody that's watching that, you know, felt something in their body, you know, maybe you you just experienced a miracle in your body, a healing in your body, message us, you know, be sure to like and subscribe, share, uh, you know, the YouTube, the podcast. Um, We pray that this has encouraged you and blessed you. Like we said, this is the first of the series that we're starting, Who is Jesus? And today was obviously Jesus the Healer. And we can't wait to be with you next week. We love you guys and God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Turning Up the Turners. We pray that this episode encouraged you and built your faith. Make sure you share this episode and subscribe. We will see you next time.